the problem isn't that you're doing too much. The problem is you are doing too little of what makes you come alive, what fills you, and what provides you with a sense of purpose. Some of my most meaningful and fulfilling times have been when I was giving my all to a cause that I believed in. Was I physically tired? Yes. I was more than tired. I was exhausted, but I wasn't burned out because what I was doing was pouring life back into me. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are passionate about growth, leadership, and expanding our impact on the world. On this episode, you are burned out because you're doing too little. I'll be talking about one of the main causes of burnout, and it may not be what you think. What if the root of burnout is not about you doing too much, but instead you are doing too little of what actually fuels you and makes you come alive? For most, the solution to burnout is not rest, but realignment. That's the focus of this episode, and I would recommend this to everyone who has ever felt burned out or is feeling burned out right now. This short teaching will be a game changer. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I know this and you know this. We are stronger together. And I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that release every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. If you think Rise and Lead deserves five stars, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review if you haven't done so already. Your reviews, they make a huge difference. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, your friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this short episode on burnout and send it to someone or text someone the episode link. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. And when you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. Here at Rise and Lead, we are always trying to get better. Your input, ratings, reviews, and shares help our team to continue creating a better podcast to serve great leaders like you. I like to start each episode with prayer, so let's pray together. God, I want to pray for the person 
listening to this episode who may be in the trench of burnout. They may be contemplating walking away from leadership altogether, going in a different direction, closing the door. I pray, God, that this episode will inspire them, equip them, and move them forward toward being a more life-giving leader. God, we want to lead well, not just for today. We want to lead well for life. Help us to do that. In your name we pray, amen. Let's dive right in to this teaching on burnout. Burnout is real and is a shared experience by so many leaders. I talk with people all the time who are running on empty. Literally, they are operating with only fumes in the tank and many of them have nothing left to give. The effect of burnout goes way beyond the leader themselves. It affects everything in the leader's circle of influence. Burnout is not just about you because burnout affects everyone around you. When you start diving into the topic of burnout, and trust me, there are millions of resources out there about burnout. You hear so much advice and counsel on the need for life balance, the need for creating margin, and the need for more rest. The premise is that people are burned out because they are simply doing too much. The proposed solution is to do less. If you will cut back, if you will create more margin, and if you will do fewer things, you can safeguard yourself from burnout. Well, I agree to a point. Here is what I am seeing from years of working with leaders. People are not burned out because they are doing too much. They are burned out because they are doing too little of what makes them come alive, what fills them, and what provides them with a sense of purpose. See if you can relate to this scenario. You are feeling exhausted mentally and emotionally. You are ending every day with very little energy left in the tank for the areas of life that matter most, and you know it, and so do the people around you. You need a change, a break, and probably a vacation. So you schedule two weeks off. You head to a tropical destination. You lay on the beach. You eat fresh fruit. And you swim in the ocean five times a day. Some of you are thinking right now, that sounds so good. Your two-week vacation is done. And you head home. You are honestly feeling good. You've invested in yourself and maybe your family. And without a doubt, the time off was worth it. You've got that sun glow on your skin. You have your pictures. You have your memories. And you have way too many souvenirs. But within two or three days of being back home, you start feeling that small sense of burnout again. The feeling, it's not overwhelming, but it's definitely there. By now, you've just accepted this as your normal. Life drains you, and you recover with more time off, and the cycle goes on and on. 
Hear me on this. The problem isn't that you're doing too much. You just came off a two-week vacation. The problem is you are doing too little of what makes you come alive, what fills you, and what provides you with a sense of purpose. Some of my most meaningful and fulfilling times have been when I was giving my all to a cause that I believed in. Was I physically tired? Yes. I was more than tired. I was exhausted, but I wasn't burned out because what I was doing was pouring life back into me. This is so important. I believe we are created to give our all to causes that matter. And it's in doing work that is significant to us that we avoid burnout and experience fulfillment. I'm going to say that again. I believe we are created to give our all to causes that matter. And it's in doing work that is significant to us that we avoid burnout and experience fulfillment. I've taken a large group of young leaders on an international project to run medical clinics and build six churches in a week putting in 15-hour days with a team member up on a church roof in the dark, anchoring down a church steeple because the project took the entire day, only to get up and do it again in the morning. At the end of the project, every team member had given their all, but they were not burned out because the work they were doing was meaningful. They knew the why behind what they were doing. They believed in the why. This is an important life and leadership lesson. Meaningful work will give back to you. I just want to pause here for a moment. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Leading yourself well, establishing life-giving habits and rhythms, and knowing when to rest, these are all essential to being a life-giving leader. Discipline and self-leadership matter, but it's not enough if you are doing too little of what makes you come alive, what fills you, and what provides you with a sense of purpose. I'm going to ask you a few questions, followed by an awkward, long pause. I want to preface it by saying, when you hear the word work, I want you to think bigger than a career. Think about your life work of which your career plays a part. Think about these three questions. Is your work fulfilling? Is your work in alignment with your passions and your gifts? And is your work giving back to you? We know that not all aspects of our life work will be life-giving, but is there some aspect of your effort that is giving back to you? We are going to get real practical, and I'm going to give you a three-step process to help you better align your life work, which is all of your effort, to what makes you come alive, what fills you, and what provides you with a sense of purpose. I want to talk about three words. Reflect adjust, and pursue. Step number one is reflect. You need to reflect so you can bring into focus the way that you're wired, the passions that you have, and the gifts that you have been given so you can adjust and pursue. 
Here are five of my favorite reflection questions. What would you take a 50% salary cut and still do? What would you do for free because you love doing that thing so much? When is the last time a day flew by and you honestly lost track of time because you loved what you were doing? What did you love to do as a child? Because what you love to do as a child, so many of those aspects of what you loved, you still love doing those things today. And finally, what breaks your heart? What connects with your heart? Because so often, what breaks your heart and what connects with your heart, that's where God is calling you to create the greatest change. I also want you to think about drivers and comfort zones. When you think about your drivers, are you driven by contribution? Are you driven by image? You want people to see that something is valuable. Are you driven to be a primary leader? Somebody who sees what doesn't exist, somebody who casts a vision of what could be, or are you driven to be a secondary leader where you take the vision of a primary leader and you help that vision become reality? I also want you to think about your comfort zones. Those areas that are in greatest alignment with the way that you are wired and the way that you are gifted is your comfort zone things. You want to build and create tangible things. Is your comfort zone people? You want to invest and be around people because people fuel you. Is your comfort zone being a primary leader or is your comfort zone being a secondary leader? The first step to better aligning with what makes you come alive, what fills you, and what provides you with a sense of purpose is to carve out time and reflect. The second step is to adjust. Some parts of your life work need to better align with your passions and your gifting. Here is the truth, and you know this already. Many aspects of life are just plain work. They are not fulfilling, they're not life-giving, and they are not things that you look forward to. They are just part of the grind of life. Those essential tasks that make life work. A big part of being a great leader is taking extreme ownership. You got to throw away all excuses. You can't cast blame on anybody. You have to take full responsibility for getting those essential tasks completed. Great leaders take responsibility. So in looking at what fuels you and makes you come alive, I am not saying that you let go of what you are responsible for. I'm actually saying the opposite. You step up and you take full responsibility, and then you need to clear some margin in your schedule so you can start doing something. Let me say that again. So you can start doing 
something that makes you come alive, even in a small way. When it comes to adjusting, you are going to need to cut some things out of your life that are adding no value to you so you can create some margin to lean into what is life-giving. Step number three, this is where the rubber meets the road. You need to pursue what is life-giving. Pursue what you have been created to do. Start using your gifts to help people. Start investing time into what fuels you. Start realigning your life work into spaces and places that fulfill you and give you a sense of purpose. When your life work is better aligned, it'll start pouring life back into you. I just want to speak from the heart, and I want you to be honest. If you're a teacher, teach. If you're a builder, build. If you're a coach, coach. If you're an artist, create. If you're a speaker, speak. If you're a connector, network. And if you're a writer, write. You have to steward the way that God has wired you. You were designed on purpose for a purpose. Start leaning into who God created you to be. Don't get hung up on your career. Some of you are thinking right now, I can't pursue anything unless I change careers, and that just seems overwhelming. Do some of you need to change careers? You do when the time is right. But what I'm asking you to do is create some margin in your life. Work within the career you already have and invest more time in areas that use your gifts, areas that fuel you, and areas that provide you with a sense of purpose. As a quick review, have the courage to reflect, adjust, and pursue. People are not burned out because they are doing too much. They are burned out because they are doing too little of what makes them come alive, what fills them, and what provides them with a sense of purpose. Even if it's small, start doing something today. I hope this episode impacted and inspired you. Send me a DM and let me know. I read every message that comes in. Make sure you screenshot this episode, share it with someone, and post it to your social media accounts. Don't forget to tag me so I can give you a repost. I know there is someone who you know who needs to hear this episode about burnout. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, and rating the podcast. Seriously, that means the world to me. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now. Now.